Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited for this episode. Um, before we get into it, a little warning. Um, I was sick on Thursday, so I'm going to sound a little weird a little bit. If you can hear that, I'm really sorry. But um, other than that, let's go on to the update section. I have some exciting news to tell you. It's more like an announcement. But basically... I'm not going to be doing the name change. I'm going to have a little episode announcement thingy coming out. And I'm going to explain why this is happening, all of that. I'm going to explain exactly what changes will be happening. But there is not going to be a name change. So if you search up Let's Chat with Harley, you are going to find this podcast. And you're going to be seeing a couple different things like the cover is going to change the podcast cover there's a couple of other things that might change and all of that but nothing insane you know nothing that would make it hard to find I just wanted to put that out there there will be a little episode thingy bonus episode I don't know what to call it like an announcement coming out on this podcast soon explaining why I'm doing that But um, let's actually go on to the actual updates. So, like I said, I was sick on Thursday, which made things very confusing. But I did have a lot of time to read. I read a bunch of books. And I want to make it a habit again for 2024. Because I used to read a lot when I was younger. Probably read like a thousand books. If we're counting rereads, for sure, a thousand books. And, um, yeah, it's, like, really important to me, so I want to get back into it. I've read two books online on Tuesday, I want to say. Yeah, Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I went to the library because after reading those two books online, I was like, I have to go get some books in real life. Like, I want to get back into my reading hobby. I went to the library. I picked up some books. I read The Cruel Prince. I finished it on Thursday, but I finished most of the book on Wednesday. I started it at 7, and I stopped reading at around 10.30 or 10. And then when I woke up, I finished it in, like, 30 minutes. So I was basically, like, binging the book. I really liked it. And um, I would give it, like, a 4 stars, 4.5 stars. I really, really liked it. I don't know. It was a good book. And then I started Gallant by V.E. Schwab, and I don't really know if I liked it. Like, I got through a couple pages, and I didn't really feel interested enough to continue the book. I feel like it was well-written, and it had some ideas in it that were interesting, but nothing that really keep me going, keep me interested. The character didn't really speak to me. Like, I didn't really... Okay, well, that's kind of ironic saying that. Um, If you read the book or if you've read the book, you'll understand why I said that. But I wasn't really interested. So I stopped reading that and I'll probably pick it back up later, but I didn't finish it yet. And then I started The Sun is Also a Star by Nicola Yoon. And I finished that one yesterday. I really like that book. So that's like a romance The Crow Prince was a, um, I would say it was like a fantasy. There was some like, I guess kind of romance, but mostly it was just a fantasy. And Gallant is like a fantasy, I want to say. Like, 
it's it's a fantasy and you know so this was a completely different genre i love reading romance and murder mysteries like that's that's been my thing for the past couple years you know like romance and murder mysteries just because i read during the fall season for the most part and you know murder mysteries go perfectly in line with that and romance is just like I'm a romantic at heart, so how can I not read romance, you know? Um, And usually it's not anything insane. It's just, like, rom-coms. It's, like, teenagers, and it's, like, fun and light, whatever. Um, So, you know, I read Everything, Everything by Nicole Yoon, and I really liked that one, which is why I picked up The Sun is a Star. It's also a star. I went, after I finished it, I went on Goodreads to see how other people reviewed it, And a lot of people didn't like it. And the reason why I think this is, is because if you're not like a romantic and you don't believe in fate, you're not going to like the book because that's basically what it's based on. Like there's a lot of elements that are based on fate, you know, like a lot of things happen at the perfectly right time and they talk about fate and romance and it's just sort of like, a humongous coincidence, if you want to say, like, if you don't believe in fate, then it's just a humongous coincidence, and, um, if you do believe in fate, then it's just, like, this insane thing that was just, like, perfect, like, everything perfectly played out, and for me, since I do sort of believe in fate, and I'm a romantic at heart, I really enjoyed the book, like, I gave it, I think, I I think four, four, four point five stars, that's a pretty high rating, and, I don't know. And some people didn't really like it for that reason, that it was the way that it was, you know. Um, So I was skipping genres. I was reading all over the place. I don't read a lot of fantasy anymore, which sort of makes me sad because I really like fantasy. Like, I love fantasy. I like dystopian. The next book that I'm going to be picking up, I think, is The Gracier. I heard it's like a dystopian book with, like, I don't really know what it's about, but it sounds interesting and I want to read it. So anyways, so I've been reading a lot, you guys. If you guys are book nerds, if you guys like reading, let me know if you want episodes on that because I'll definitely make them. I could do one like every month on what I read or something. Special episode for those of you who like reading, but it's just definitely like a hobby you want to pick back up in the new year. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. Other than that, there hasn't been anything insanely exciting that I've been doing. Um, more of what I haven't been doing. I haven't finished my vision board yet. I haven't even printed out the pictures for that. So I need to do that fast. And, um, I've been watching a lot of new movies and I'm, I've actually never watched The Purge, you guys, but I really want to. There's like a lot of different horror movies that I'm really into and the reason why I won't watch them is because I also get scared very easily. So you know that does not go well together. Like um, the movie It is not scary. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be scary but a lot of people don't think it's scary. I agree it's not that scary but it's scary enough to keep me up at night. So you know yeah, so that's that's my scary level if you guys get that right now. Like I'm fine with like I'm fine with like violence, like obviously not in real life or anything, but in a movie I can watch that and not get scared. Um and I'm fine with like 
like dinosaurs or like monsters, I guess you could say, but anything like weird or disgusting or, um, I don't know, like that, I just can't, I can't with certain things. I like watching dinosaurs. <laughs> like I sound like a five-year-old, but I actually really like dinosaurs. I think they're really, I don't know. I like Jurassic Park. You know, I grew up watching the movie and the series. I honestly like the first movies better. The Jurassic World series never really like made me that interested. I think it was more of just like the OG movies that got me hooked because that that's what I watched all the time. Like that was literally everything to me. This update session is just basically my childhood and me going back into what happened sort of and what I was interested in at the time. I want to bring back some elements that I used to love when I was younger, you know, ever since, you know, COVID, I want to say I've been more into my phone than real life, if that makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's been insane. But yeah, that and I think that's it. Like, there's nothing insane that's been happening. Not really, but that's my little update session for you guys. All right, so this episode is basically just me talking about things that I learned in 2023. And, you know, this year was an eventful year in the way that I learned a lot of different things that I'm probably going to need to remember for the rest of my life. And I take these things very seriously. Like, Whenever I have a problem and I think that it's very serious and it could be very serious, I'll go back and I'll think about other times in my life where I've had similar experiences or what I've learned from certain things to, you know, remember and bring into this new problem. My friends sort of think that it's a little insane for me to be going back and remembering lessons sort of and things that I learned, but I I don't know. I just think it's very practical and strategic to bring back things like that. So that's why I love like thinking about what I learned and I just take it with me for any problem that I have. It's like my little toolbox to just do things. (laughs) That makes sense. Um, I had an episode like this. I think it was like two years ago in 2022. I was not that consistent, believe it or not, actually. You probably would believe it if you've been here for a while, but I was not very consistent. This podcast is probably like two years old, I want to say, or maybe like a year old, and I did not post a lot, and now I'm just getting into it, which is good because, you know, I like doing this. Uh, But yeah, if you want to go check that out, go ahead. It was a very long time ago, so I probably sound insane, and my quality and the way that I, I was just not confident talking in front of a my computer basically like I don't have a lot of fancy equipment and even if I did I would not be comfortable using it and I wouldn't want to like I wouldn't I mean if you were to go listen to it you'd you'd understand I was not very confident and um not really sure how to speak to my laptop it's a little interesting to figure out anyways things I learned in 2023 there's 16 items on this list and I'm going to explain every single thing Number one, success is decision. I, I, I believe this. I truly believe this. I think it is something that is important because let, let's be honest. All right. If you choose, if you are actively choosing 
to scroll on your phone for hours rather than get up and go study for your test or maybe do just an activity that you enjoy, then you are choosing that, you know, like you are not choosing success. If you don't reach for your goals, if you don't do things, go out, uh, meet people, then you're not picking success. However, if you get up and you do things you love, you go out and you try new things, you strive to become a better person, you try to achieve your goals, then yes, you are picking success. Even if you fail, you pick success. And if you pick success again, that is still success in my book. If you fail and you still stand up and you keep going, that is so amazing. That is something that you should be so proud of. And that's why I say success is a decision, you know? You can't always be motivated. Like, you, you're not always going to be motivated. You can't rely on that motivation. You need to just do it, you know? And I've learned this, like, a lot throughout the past year, you know? I've learned that I just can't sit there and expect success to just come at me. I need to do certain things. I need to actually do things, you know, like I need to put myself out there, do things I love, and I'm going to see results. Like I used to wonder, hey, why, why isn't this happening the way I wanted it to? Hey, why, why can't I be like this? Why can't I do that? Why am I not seeing certain opportunities? And then I realized, hey, but I'm not picking those opportunities. I'm not going after these things that I like to do. I'm not believing in myself. And when I started to do that, like this year in 2023, I truly started to go after success. I started to just believe in myself and pick success, pick the right thing every single time. And that just brought me to something better, you know? Yeah, so that's lesson number one, the first thing that I learned. Number two, I learned that being alone is not always a solution. Don't get me wrong. I love my alone time. I treasure it, honestly. I love to spend time on my own. There's just so much you can do. Just being with yourself is important because it gives you a sense of who you are. And if you don't spend time by yourself, if you don't give yourself time to figure out who you are, then you don't understand yourself, which is not good. However, a lot of people preach being alone all the time, and I don't think that's good. Like, you can get carried away very easily with that concept. I saw this, like, video online the other day, and it was just, like, block people out for two months, become a better person, and surprise them, let your success speak for itself. Yes, that's amazing. That's great. But if you continue to do that, because it can become a habit, you know, that's not good. It's also not good to shut yourself out and not speak to your friends and do all of that and block yourself out. That, I don't, I don't know. That's a good idea, you know. Um... I, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it, but, um, I think it's, I think it's important to do both. I think it's important to be alone and spend time with other people. You don't need to lock yourself in your house for two months to become a better person. Sometimes you need your friends to lift you up and maybe if they're not lifting you up, you need to rethink your choice of friends. And, um, 
being alone all the time means that you're not really practicing your social skills. I used to have really good social skills. I do now again, but there was a time where I did not speak to people a lot. I just was not talking to people. I just didn't make new friends. And when I did have to go talk to people again, I struggled with it. So for like the past couple of years, I had to build that skill up again. Like you want to practice talking to people. You want to practice making friends because it's a skill that needs to be practiced. And along with that, if you just shut yourself in a room, there's not like an insane benefit that I'm seeing besides the time, the fact that you have time. But, you know, honestly, like you could go work out with your friends. You could go to library and study with your friends. There's so many things that you can do. You don't have to shut yourself in your room. You don't have to go off the radar for two months. That's honestly very scary to think if your friend just goes off the radar for like two months without telling you what happened, you know, that's actually pretty scary. So, um, And you're going to wonder what happened to them. And when they come back, it's not like you guys are suddenly going to reconnect. Maybe you will, but, you know, that's not always how it works out. Number three, your phone should not control your life. And by phone, I mostly mean social media. My screen time has been going up. A lot of people's screen time has been going up. Um, I just feel like a lot of people talk about this, which is really good. And... I don't think that you have to cut out social media entirely. I think you just need to limit it, you know? I have limited my social media. Every app gets 15 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day. If I'm constantly on it, then it gets 30 minutes. But if I'm not on it as often, then it gets 15 minutes a day. And that lowered my screen time so much. And I just have a lot more time now. I'm able to do so much more. But here's here's the real thing, okay? Whatever you're watching, a lot of us, when we're on social media, we're just scrolling, right? We don't know what we're going to watch next. And our feed is completely unpredictable. What are we feeding our minds that we don't know, right? And that that becomes a problem. Another problem is our attention span. Like, it's going to... (laughs) get shorter and shorter as time goes on and you won't even remember what you just saw or you know you can't even remember the last couple videos that you saw and that also becomes a problem another another thing that I want to point out if you are on social media an hour every single day for a whole year that is still a long time I think that's 365 hours in a year which is a lot of a lot of time you know a lot of time you're on your phone and one hour is not that bad okay Some of us have seven hours, some of us have four hours, 10 hours, like there's a range here, but for those of you who have a really large screen time, that's a lot of time you're spending on your phone. That's days, you know, and do you want that to happen? Can you even recall what you did in that time? Probably not. Could you recall what videos you saw, what information you learned? Probably not because it's just like fleeting and it's temporary and it's just quick and not that good for you. So in 2024, I'm going to make sure that my phone is not an insanely important part of my life. Like I'm going to actually focus on being in reality. And I think this is not just a lesson for me. It's not something that I'm just going to take out of 2023. I think everyone, if you are struggling, should probably limit their screen time. Number four, you can do so much more than you can imagine. This is just like Hey, have you ever thought about what you could do? You know, there's so many things that you 
can accomplish. There are so many good things that you can do and you just don't know it. A lot of the times people will be like, yeah, I can't do this. I can't do that. Have you tried first? You can tell me you can't do it, but only tell me that after you've tried it, you know? Um, the more we tell ourselves that we can't do something, the more that we start to believe it, the more it actually becomes a reality. And that's why it's a problem. So just, there's so much more than you can, there's so much more that you can do, okay? And it probably surpasses what you can even imagine. So a little reminder to myself, I definitely see that played out in 2023. I have accomplished so much more than I thought that I could. I went into a couple of my classes this year thinking that, hey, it's okay if I do average, you know, it's okay if I do this. But I ended up actually putting in my work and being very successful. And I was very happy to see that, you know, you don't know how much you can accomplish, what good you could do. You know, you just have to try it. All right. Number five, make the move. This is pretty self-explanatory. I talk about this a lot on the podcast. It's just, it's just been proven to me many times that if you don't make a move, then, then what are you doing? Like, Come on, make the move. It could be for whatever, like literally whatever. Just make the move. Don't overthink it. If you overthink it, then it's going to be the problem. Obviously, think it through, you know. I'm going to be talking about overthinking later. But just make the move. Try out for the audition or um, sign up for the program or ask out that person or talk to that um person that seems interesting in your class or whatever, you know, just make the move, do the thing, you know, it's not a big deal if it doesn't work out. Is it going to matter in a year? Is it even going to matter in a couple of months? If not, then don't worry about it. Like it's really not going to be that big of a deal. So, um, yeah. And you don't even know what kind of impact you could make on someone else by making this move. You don't know where it could lead you. So just do it. Just make the move. Number six, not everything is a sign. Okay, so I say this because a lot of the times we will get a little bit delusional to the point where we think everything is a sign. Like we'll see a bird in the sky and we'll be like, hey, that bird sort of looks like this bird that was sort of in my class when I was talking to this person and they sort of talked about the bird and they were kind of looking at me. So that means the bird is a sign that they love me. Yeah. No, if you if you have to think it through that much, then it's probably not a sign. Like not everything is a sign. You can't be overanalyzing literally everything. It's just usually not that complicated, to be honest. And um, also, it's probably going to cause you a problem. Like if you are already that delusional, then it's probably not good for you to be even thinking that everything is a sign. Just, just take it from me, okay? It's just not a good idea. I've, I, I had a phase when I went through that, and it was really bad, okay? I, I saw everything as a sign. I was like, oh my god, everything is perfect, and um, blah 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 blah, and no, and I got out of that phase pretty quickly, and I realized what the heck I was doing, and I was like, I gotta stop. And some of my friends are like this now, and you know, it's sort of sweet, but it becomes a problem because it's just like hurtful after some point because then you're like you're sort of hurting yourself by like making up that it's a sign if that makes sense I'm, I, I don't know how to explain it but not everything is a sign okay number seven accept failure but learn from it again this kind of ties into my first point but 
even if you fail, you could get somewhere even better than where you wanted to go. I used to go to this place and I would walk by this poster every single day. I didn't pay much attention to it, but if you're walking by something every single day, you can't just ignore it, you know? Like, I saw it a couple times, I read the poster. It wasn't anything special. I don't know where the saying came from, I don't know who made the poster, I don't know if it's a common saying, whatever. But basically, it was like, reach for the moon, if you fail, you'll land on a star, or something like that. But basically, the idea was that even if you do fail, you could end up somewhere potentially better or still really good. Like, you don't know where you could make it. Also, just everyone fails, okay? It's not bad to fail. Sometimes it could get you to become better. I had this project I was working on, and I'm still working on it currently. It's been like two, three years, actually. Three years, I want to say. I'm not that far into it. Um, but basically, I had to fail a bunch of times with this project to get it right. Where I am now, I'm very confident. I'm so sure I'm going to make other mistakes throughout the process. I know I'm going to get certain things wrong, but I'm okay with it because the whole process is just improving this project constantly. I want to fine-tune it to the point where I'm happy with it. Failure is okay, but you know, you got to move on from that failure. You can't be thinking about it constantly. That's not going to be healthy for you. You need to move on from that failure, but take that lesson with you. All you need to do. You got to learn from that mistake and move forward. Number eight, try new things. Just, you know, pretty self-explanatory. I have tried a bunch of new things um, over the past year. And I've learned what I've what I like, what I don't like, and um, I mean I, I don't know what else there is to say about this, but you just don't know what you are trying out. You know, this could be something that you really love. This could take you somewhere really good. You know, so just try new things, have fun with it. Honestly, it's not gonna be that bad. Say you want to go ice skating, go ice skating. You know, try something new. Number nine, the little things matter more than you think. I live by this. I think this is so important. Just looking at the little things in life is just going to make life so much better. Need I say more? Probably. But, you know, some of you are going to get it right off the bat, you know. There's just, like, little things that you can do in your life, in your daily life, that is going to make your day so much better. It could be, like, working out or going on a walk in the morning or in the afternoon or whenever. Just going on a walk and being outside could for five minutes could improve your day so much. Just giving yourself five seconds in the morning to relax before you go to work or you go to school can be so helpful. It can calm you down. It can help you slow down your mornings, enjoy your time. This is so important. The little things truly matter. Even when you're working on projects or talking to people, you'll notice the little things that are really important. When you're working on projects, you want it to make it presentable. You want to add little things, change the font up, make it look good. And the little things really do make things look better and feel better. And um, when you're talking to someone, making eye contact can be very important, but it's a little thing that you're not going to change much about. Your posture, something that doesn't seem very noticeable, but when you fix it, you look so much more confident. You feel so much more confident. You know, it's the little things. Keep that in mind. It's something that I learned various times through 2023. All right, 
Number 10, consistency is key. People have told me this in the past. Did I believe it? Sort of, not really. But now that I am being consistent with a lot of different things, I am seeing the results. I work out very often now, almost daily. If I'm sick or not feeling well or something, then yeah, I won't work out. But the consistency, even if I don't, you know, work out for like two hours every single day, I do see the results over time. Like it doesn't have to be anything insane every single day, just something little. And I definitely see the results. I can see that my mood is better. I can see physical changes, all of that. And there's so many other things. Say you want to start a podcast, say you want to start a YouTube channel, something like that. Being consistent is very important. If you are posting on Instagram every single day, then you are going to gain a lot of different followers, YouTube, podcasting, anything. It's literally so important to be consistent and it really just makes a difference. So yeah, 11, don't let one thing ruin your day. I was talking about how the little things matter, right? Well, we don't really think about that until one little bad thing happens to us in our day and it ruins the rest of our day or the rest of our week even maybe sometimes. It literally sucks when you're having like a really good day and then something sort of makes it not a good day and for the rest of your day you're just thrown off. It suddenly becomes a bad day, you know? It actually sucks when this happens. So make sure that that one little moment is not affecting your whole day. Make sure it doesn't ruin your day. Don't let it affect you. Just don't let it. If you are confident enough, if you know what who you are, know your worth, all of that, you are going to just let it go, you know? Don't let it affect you. It was like a five-minute thing, a five-second thing, um, interaction, whatever, um, a little failure, maybe you spilled your coffee, something like that. Don't let it ruin the rest of your day. Move on from it, forget about it, and just tell yourself that, hey, this is another part of my day where things are going to be better, and, you know, like, don't don't let it do that to you. Nobody wants their day ruined over one little thing, and it's really tough. I, I know it's really tough, but do we really want other people to define us? Do we really want these things to define us? No. So, okay. Number 12, know your self-worth. Pretty obvious. I think just for confidence and all of that in general, being aware of your self-worth is very important. You need to know how strong you are, how beautiful you are, how funny you are, how smart you are, all of those things. You need to understand how much you are truly worth, okay? You can't let anybody else bring you down because if you know your worth, then you're not going to care what anybody else says about you. You're going to know that you are not any of those things. For me, there are certain things that are easier to be confident about because I'm I'm sure of that. And there are certain things that I'm not so confident about because I'm not so sure about that. And um, that's, that's perfectly fine. Some people are very confident with certain abilities and they know their worth. So just transfer that over to your insecure part of your life. Assure yourself, you know, know your self-worth, know where you're going. Just carry yourself in the best way possible. Just you know, like it speaks confidence, you know what I mean? So know your self-worth. Number 13, don't overthink it. I was talking about overthinking it later, but you know, like I'm a big overthinker. A lot of people I know are big overthinkers. 
it's good to think things through. It's actually very important to think things through. It's very important to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this and do this. And you could be like, oh, I'm going to say this or this. Good, good. But don't take it to a point where you're like, should I say this or this or this? Or maybe if I say this, that's weird. And then if I say, like, if you're analyzing every single little detail of a conversation of what you're going to say, that's probably not good. Because if you are thinking about it that much, it's probably not going to be easy. It's not going to be genuine. If you have a presentation and you're like, I don't know if I should do this. Maybe I should put my arms like this or this. Maybe this makes me look more confident. Or you're like, should I say this? Like, if I should I say the sentence like this or this or whatever. (laughs) Um, if you're thinking about it that much, you're probably going to get nervous when you're standing up there in front of everyone with your presentation. So just take it easy, think it through, but let it flow, you know, let it, let your, let your presentation just have a voice of its own. Don't make it too boxed up, you know, and this is important. If you struggle with making new friends or talking to people and you have a tendency to overthink that, that is very tough because if you are just trying to put your conversation into a box, it's not going to work. You just got to let it go where it's going to go. You just got to go up and talk to them and just don't think about it. This goes back to my point with making the move. Anyways, number 14, things change. That's okay. That's normal. And I think this is very important to remember for those just honestly, we're teenagers. Everything's changing. Like literally everything is changing everywhere all the time it can feel insane it can feel chaotic it is insane it is chaotic but hey that's normal hey things are supposed to be different the only thing that's going to stay consistent is just change you know change just never changes so keeping that in mind is very important and just understanding that it's okay is also very important something to keep in mind something I've definitely thought about more often this past year and learned about sort of Okay, number 15, step outside your comfort zone if you want to grow. This is something that is very important. I will stand by this, okay? I will stand by this. So a lot of the times we we just like to stay in our little zone, you know? Hey, we know what we're good at. Hey, we just we're comfortable with this. Don't don't make me go out there and do something that I've never done before that's weird and awkward and something I've never done before. That's probably what you want to say, but by not doing that new thing, you're just staying inside your little bubble for for longer. Do you want to do you want to do that? Don't you want to expand your horizons? I'm not saying take a humongous leap, but just like inch out of your comfort zone. You know, try something a little bit different. Try something new. Go up to someone you've never talked to before. Um, I don't know. Try something different. Have a little challenge for every single day. And step outside of your comfort zone. Very little, small changes, not big things, nothing insane, but do it because you're going to see the way things change. You're going to see yourself grow and adapt. That's good. Okay, my last point is number 16, romanticize your life. Okay, so this isn't like really a lesson. Like this year hasn't been really insane with the lessons and like not anything very specific um but I say this because it's easy to get carried away with a routine that's just like wake up get ready go do work get back shower eat go to bed 
do it again, you know. Um, but if you take the time to romanticize your life and just make a morning routine and listen to music while you're getting ready and, like, make yourself a cute little breakfast, it's going to make your life so much better. It's going to make your life so much easier, so much more fun. Let's be honest, you're probably a teenager, you know, like, if you're listening to this, you're probably a teenager like I am. And who doesn't want a cute little aesthetic life? Like, life is not always aesthetic. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not always aesthetic. But there's, like, little things that we can do to make it more enjoyable, aesthetic, um, and just romanticizing, you know, just normal things can make things so much more fun, you know. Just getting ready in the morning can seem so much more fun when you just listen to music and tune things out, you know. So, yeah, these are things that I learned in 2023. They're not very specific. They're not insane, but I hope you enjoyed. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you're making up your own list of things that you learned in 2023. And I will see you all in my next episode. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family if you enjoyed. And um, yeah, I'll see you all tomorrow.